clean drinking, clean eating over here. <laughs> clean eating and clean drinking. Okay, girl. <laughs> Plus, I was lazy. I was like, I need to do a bit of a food shop after this. Quickly pop to Sainsbury's. <laughs> oh, can't wait. I've been dreaming about jack of potatoes, so I'm definitely going to be making that afterwards. Oh, nice. I had a jack of potato in time. I know. So I, do, I don't know why I'm craving it. But anyway, let's just get started. <laughs> right. You ready? I'm ready. Cool. Let's go. Hi, guys. Welcome to the One Podcast. It's with your host, Aki. And I hope you're all well. Today, I have a guest with me. She is someone that I've known since the first days of me blogging, which was it feels like years ago. Literally, she literally is amazing. Yeah. I can't believe how far she's come. I literally can't believe how far you've come, and I'm so happy for you. It's Jess, everyone. Woo! Oh, hey, I've known you for eight years. Do you know how funny that is? I've known it's eight, eight years. years. I think you were 18 when I met you. No, I was younger than that. Were you? The next event? Yeah. The oh. next, that was the first event that I've, I actually, that was my first ever blogging event. And um you were there and then it was me you Vanessa yeah yeah yeah. and was it someone else it was but I feel like I haven't I'm still in contact with Vanessa I speak to her quite frequently uh and obviously you through the years how old were you it was like 2012 wasn't it like October November like like autumn yeah I was young what so 25 take away eight how many years is that (laughs) <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> were you like 17 i don't even know let me do the maths i can't 17 you were 17 i was 17 oh, my oh wow God. i was like You're fresh baby, baby. Fresh, fresh out the crop that was when blogging was at its best and there wasn't all this shit that's going on right now that was quite good that you came like by yourself at 17 i wouldn't have done that I went to my first like I went to my first blogging event when I was 20, 21. No way. Cuz I started blogging in 2011 when I was 20. So by that time I was blogging for a year. So I'd been blogging I was 20. So yeah, I wouldn't have come when I was 17, no way. Mm-mm. And I think I yeah, no no no, it makes sense because I started in 2011 as well me blogging. I haven't blogged ever since like there was a time where I just got I had enough of it I was just like it wasn't about the fact that I just didn't enjoy blogging I still love it like I'm still in the creative field like I'm not blogging now I'm podcasting now so I'm still within the creative field of like talking and stuff like that but I just felt like blogging just went downhill and we've spoken about this so many times like it's not like how it used to be it was so much more fun before Mm. like now everything's just like you have to do this and you have to do that and you know it's just it's not for me anymore like I I can't see myself blogging again but never say never you never know I might turn around and I might just do it again I don't know I mean I still have my blogs but I don't blog like I used to I was never like a consistent I was being consistent but never like blogging every day but like obviously when I started I was 20 like so I was in like second year third year of uni and I had a much much more energy, much more time. And now I'm 29. Um, yeah. I was just like, my life and my priorities have shifted. Also, the topics as well. So I'm still in a creative field. I still work yeah. in social anyway, but I do more campaigns for other people. Yeah. 
um and I've started doing more like influencer stuff as well again but um yeah. it's changed like it's not like you don't really see a lot of people blogging they do it moved more towards YouTube and yeah. you don't really see people YouTubing as much it's moved yeah. more to people like doing more like Instagram and TikTok so the industry's yeah. changed loads um yeah. and for me like I enjoy like creating content so I I would say I'm more like a social media influencer now rather than mm. a blogger and obviously yeah. I'm a podcaster too so I've got my own podcast the host hotline with my friend Shah which who I met through blogging and I like yeah. doing it that way um, I yeah. do do the occasional blog here there and everywhere and I make video content on my Instagram but it's just not how it was it's not f- as fun I think when brands got involved way more and the business side of it got more established yeah it was good because people were making money but it's still not it's very unfair some people still not making the right money and you've got agents involved and people not getting paid and then the same type of people get the same opportunities and then it's just like events change because you'd be able to go to events quite easily then they kind of like made it very clicky mm. and it just became a bit long and then the events became a bit of a waste of time like you'd get like a goodie bag of loads of stuff that'll be in a corner of your room and you're like oh I forgot about this you yeah. know there was like no purpose there was a point of view when I stopped going to fashion events started doing like activity events I don't know like it was good like it developed a lot and it helped in my career but it's just and I met loads of people like yourself but I was just like what's it's not it it's not it anymore and plus when you do the same thing for a long time you yeah. get bored even the bigger youtubers that I know a lot of them don't youtube as much like you'll see them every yeah. two weeks or like a month um yeah it just it just came a bit oversaturated I think I feel like it's just one of those things where you know you you I remember like when I was like doing my blogging and stuff like that and then you know like I would have people you know sending me emails and saying like oh we would like you you know to you know feature our this that and you know like I still get the random email here and there like oh we would like you to feature and you know all that stuff but it's just got to the point where I'm just like I really don't want to do this and it's not part of my brand Mm. like the way I am as an individual now, like this doesn't represent me. So it's just like, imagine if I was to be like, I don't know, showing off, I don't know, something that's not me. People are going to be like, what are you doing? Because mm. that's not you. And I think as time goes by, people know what type of person you are and what you would like and what you would do. Like if I was to feature something, it would be something that I actually do use and I do like, you know, like it doesn't matter like, you know, what they, what the perks are with, whatever you're featuring but it's just one of those things where like I feel like a lot of people you know like when they're featured and they're publicizing certain things I feel like when you read those little captions it's just so like what's it's not word? genuine it's not genuine like for some people like obviously I know some yeah. people I'm, I'm I know some people obviously I work in the industry they do it for they do it for the job and you know that some people okay like it's for like an ad and you know they that it aligns with their brand so obviously the beauty they do a lot of beauty products or lifestyle but you know there's some people who just kind of review everything and it was a I was kind of like reviewing things like oh yeah this is pretty cool yeah I might try this because obviously I was just finding my way um I found that to be a bit of a struggle because I was just like obviously I'm more interested in fashion and beauty and consumer tech to a point of view like I love going to like for food but I would wouldn't really write a blog I don't really do them that write a blog post about going to a restaurant because yeah. a gifted thing would be like an Instagram thing but like I don't know like uh, there's some people that you can really tell I think like really like know your brand 
like yeah. you talk about like I don't know hair and makeup I don't want to see like a post about I don't know cars because Fiat yeah. has contacted you about like for a free <laughs> test drive you know and talking about the car it's a struggle it's a struggle like literally. yeah I mean like whatever whatever works for you guys and you get your bag get your bag hard you know <laughs> get the coins get those coins that you want you know what I mean like I just feel like I'm just so over it now I like I have no interest in it whatsoever like I don't even watch YouTubers anymore once I stopped like blogging and doing that I stopped watching YouTubers and I stopped following influencers I don't know why like it just it just for me it was just like it was too much it was just like I I only follow like a handful of influencers that I really do like and I feel like oh, I can relate to them because of the the way their style is and the way they you know whatever it is whatever I like their style and what they you know put out there mm. so for me that matters more because then I can relate to them but there's only a handful of social influencers that I actually follow but the rest of them like I don't follow them I just don't feel the need to I just you know I think I think yeah, because to me like I don't really watch uh, a lot of YouTubers every day I get if I'm searching for something if I really subscribe to them and I go on YouTube like I treat YouTube like TV so yeah. I'll be watching shows and other things like that. And I watch a couple of things. I like a, I like a good story time, though. And I'll yeah. watch it. But it's not like, all right, it's not like how it was before. Like, oh, my gosh, this person's on, so I'm going to watch it and watch this. Yeah. Like, if it's on, I put it on the background. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, no, no. It's, I'd rather watch. Like, I think, yeah, you're right. It had its time. Like, when, you're really, when we were really in it, yeah. that's just, like, all we could talk about, you know? And what would focus on, but then you just realize that when you're out of it, you're like when you're just bored of it, and if nothing's really changing, then obviously watching those kind of um like shows and those kind of like influence because it's not for you. You can even tell like some of the bigger influencers, like for example Shirley, mm. the Inyang, like she yeah. was really really big. You can tell that like, she had like she was really good at keeping her private life private. Obviously, she'll showcase her brother and then her sister, but then you don't really know what she's doing now yeah. or I think she got a bit bored of it um the only ones from the originals that I still kind of follow was Patricia Bright yeah. so she's obviously kind of doing her thing still well obviously she's moved from the time like she's married she's got two kids and you can kind of see like yeah. obviously she's doing really su- she's really successful but you can see like it's kind of getting to her as well it's almost yeah. like if you started back then built up such a following you have such a pressure to kind of like carry on carry on because obviously if you get to that stage like um the benefits are amazing um yeah. but also uh I guess like you have I don't want to say perform but obviously have that persona carry on that persona and you just really want to just kind of like just do your own thing I remember like she tweeted something about like you know the whole Molly May giveaway or her opinion yeah. on it and then she got dragged so it's not like you can kind of like Go. I can't lie, that giveaway though, like, sh- Molly May, sh- she's the influencer of influencers. Really is. <laughs> she really is. She knows what she's doing, and you can tell she knows what she's doing. Like, the girl knows how to get her followings up. Like, I can't even, you know what, I'll give her her accolades where she deserves it. Good on you, and stuff like that. But what Patricia said about Molly May and the giveaway was true. Mm. It was true. Like, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, like, like you know, Molly May, she did that giveaway where it was like, what, eight 
was it 8k worth of stuff or over 8k I don't even know how much was it like I know that it was like bags and like Louis Vuitton bags and I Apple and all that stuff like she said in her caption I think at the bottom of the caption she said that she's like none of these have been given to me I've not got this isn't an ad or it's sponsored it's all stuff that I bought with my own money but she's done that whole thing where you have to follow you know her filter by Molly May or whatever it is called and then you have to follow her and then comment people on it and then you know she knew what she was doing because her following went up so much and she had like so like over two million likes on that post or something. So imagine yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's I don't know. Like she's got a good team behind her. That's all I'm saying. A good team so. behind her, but also she actually started like when I would say like blogging because she's she's a little bit younger than us, isn't she? She's about twenty twenty one. She's twenty one, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So she started once like we had done like I would say like the hard work in terms of like it was a bit like in the early beginnings and stuff like that I think she started when it was kind of like influencers were getting really big payouts the um, influencer kind of agencies had established so she had more time to watch because she was I guess she was like like more of a teenager so I would say like those Gen Z's were kind of creating um, content more ahead of the game because they had learned from us do you know what I mean she had the phone she knew how to pose she knew how she wanted to do her hair and then obviously she built up a following that way and then obviously she then goes on to Love Island doesn't she so then that's Mm. elevated her too and at this time I'm thinking she's older than that she's 2021 so she was already an influencer before she joined um so then that kind of elevated but she just she you're right she has a really strong team around her as well she does and um what Patricia did say was true but obviously like Patricia's what like 34 or something like that um and Molly May is like 21 so obviously um Patricia's like giveaway was totally different um she was just yeah. giving away money to businesses whereas yeah of course more more people are gonna enter the whole Molly May thing because obviously it's stuff right mm, yeah. whereas Patricia was giving that money if I had seen that Patricia was giving that out I would have probably entered obviously because <laughs> I run a business no because I run a business yeah. but I it wasn't that publicized correct and I think he had to fill in a form and stuff like it was a tote they were totally different kind of mechanics and um yeah. to get in do you know what like it what Patricia did like um also Connor Walker do you do do you know her she's the house of CB yeah I entered um, that competition yeah. too yeah she did that as well where she did like um, a certain amount so like there was first second and third prizes on like businesses that want to do you know well and you know like she wanted to you know help them out and stuff like that because she she borrowed money from her dad and started House of CB that way. Hmm. But literally, like, what Connor did as well, that was really, like, good. So it's also what Patricia's doing as well. But I guess people that have businesses and stuff like that, they they need the help, they need the push. So it makes sense for someone like House of CB and, like, Patricia that wants to help towards business. It makes sense for them to do it like that, like, where it's going to be a long process. And I guess people... People just want a quick and easy way, which is like, just follow this person, follow this account, and then, you know, just tag a couple of friends on and try and try your luck, basically. That's true, but then you have to think about the, the, the purpose for both of the, the um, competitions were totally different. So Wally May was like, yeah. thank you for, for allowing me to get 1 million subs. Here's like what I bought you. Um, and Patricia was like, 
Patricia already has 1 million subs. This wasn't to do with YouTube. This was to do for businesses because they're both in different stages of their like yeah. career. Um, obviously, Molly May is kind of still building like who she is in her business with her like her her tan line was a filter, right? Yeah. Um, and then you have Patricia, who obviously has done the influencing thing way before, like she started what 2009 or probably before that. Yeah, done her your YouTube professional and stuff like that. Now she's kind of working on her business, the break platform, helping you be an, a create content creator. And she's more established where she has a business. Like she's had several businesses. She had her hair brand, which she's, I think she's sold or she's not doing it anymore. And then now she has that kind of business. So they're in different points of view. I think the problem that she had was when she commented on it. And it's nothing that she, it's not, it's not wrong that she commented on it. But from what I remember, um, I personally wouldn't have said anything about the whole kind of like competition thing because yeah. people just drag you and yeah. it's one of those things where but it just it just didn't need to be kind of like commented on like yeah. at all like there was no there's no point um because at the end of the day you've provided the money for the people like there, there was nothing to the, like... the cause was two different things like yours was for businesses hers is a way of saying thank you to her her followers basically yeah so the i think that's things. But I didn't think she deserved to be dragged like that. It was just a bit much, especially like I know she's going through a lot. I think from her mm. video, she was saying that she's going through a lot with her from her husband and everything like that. It's a lot going on. Mm. But at the same time, like everybody knows how Twitter is. Yeah. Um. So I would sometimes I'm just get a bit quiet, and it's one of those things where it's probably it's best just to put into the group chat or just kind yeah. of. Say. Just don't say anything. Say oh, oh, yeah. It's easy. It's easy on Twitter because you forget who's watching. That's what I'm saying. Like once you build up that platform, you've been influenced. It's like you don't have the um the leeway to be normal and say random stuff. Like for example, if no one renew you or you're just using Twitter with your friends. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's such a kind of open platform that you can't really say what you want to say. It's not like well, people can show yourself on Facebook, but it's not like Facebook or like your your private chat. Like the whole world can see what you're saying. I can yeah. type on Twitter now. Don't even need to put a hashtag. And you can search me or search like what I'm saying, and then yeah. you can find it. You know, so it, it's one of those things. It's unfortunate, but I think at the end of the day, I kind of like that she kind of said what she said because it shows that she has yeah. an opinion, and it shows yeah. that you know not everybody's perfect. So if it wasn't Patricia. And someone else said it, they would have still got dragged either way. Yeah. Either you... way, it, 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 it's, it's going to be that way. Like, if, it, if it's not Patricia and it's someone else, they, they will get dragged because at the end of the day, it's she's got her fan base, like her following base, and Molly May has her own fan base and following. And you know, like, it's just like that war type of thing where people are just like, well, why are you saying this? You know, it's just petty behavior. But at the end of the day, it's an opinion you know like people should be allowed to say what they want to say and not be dragged by it so I kind of feel for her in that sense because like she's just only vocalizing what she feels and what she thinks that's okay so I feel bad for her I really do like she just said what she wanted to say (laughs) you know what I mean I know but Twitter can be so savage (laughs) used to be really really funny but recently it's gotten really really savage that's so savage do you know what? Yeah, like honestly, the amount of stuff that I see tweeted these days. Ugh, sometimes my soul leaves my body. <laughs> so I'm mad. Like, oh. 
you're literally sitting there you're like wow like how is like how is this app free like literally how is this app free it's be so funny and there's some surviving like I can't even you can't even pay you wouldn't be able to even pay for this type of drama sometimes you see on Twitter you're just like wow you lot are going crazy you're literally just watching popcorn at the ready you're like really is it this serious is it is it this serious did you think before you tweeted this like honestly honestly like sometimes you know it's just it cracks me up like I love Twitter like sometimes I go in there just for a laugh you know what I don't tweet I retweet that's are you one of them I'm one of them ones I don't tweet I just retweet like there'll be odd occasion one or two one or two times I'll probably retweet something or message or like you know quote tweet or something like that like if it's really funny then I'm gonna do it but you know I love the place I love it (laughs) I love Twitter it's it it can be a bit much though also you don't you don't you don't tweet you just watch your Casper I'm gonna call you Casper from now on I'm a Casper watcher. I'm Casper. I don't, I really just like retweet and I find it funny. The other day, yeah, I, I saw a tweet that would crack me up. I need to actually read it out to you. Oh, it was so funny. Um, let me find it. Um, someone tweeted the other day going, so tired of these two to three months relationships. Lord, if I'm oil changed, just say it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh- I was saying to someone, oh <laughs> to someone actually, like I said, I said <laughs> I was joking. I was like, um, you know, I'm a freelancer. Yeah, I might as well be a freelance data because like, I'm, I date someone for a bit, then move on. I might date someone for a move on freelance data. <laughs> oh my days! Literally, it's such a funny place to be at. But you know, anyway, we move. We move. So yeah. I was going to ask you. Mm-hmm. You're turning the big three zero. Mm-hmm. How are you mm-hmm. feeling, girl? Because I just turned 25 and I can't lie. I think I'm going through a quarter-life crisis. Oh, you are. You are. <laughs> I'm going through a quarter-life crisis. I feel like ever since I turned 25, I'm seeing 2020 vision. And I'm just like, these people ain't shit. <laughs> so tell me, like... What what's it like for you? Like, how are you feeling? What's going on in your mind? Tell me. <sighs> Do you know what? Right. So, I was really excited about turning thirty, right? Because mm. I had my because last year, obviously, I went to a lot of like thirtieth birthday parties in the year before that. So, yeah, a lot of people had this nineties hip hop kind of theme and stuff like that. I was like, okay, I can't wait for my one, right? Know exactly what's going to happen. So every year I travel and I go on um, holiday to wherever. I hadn't really kind of thought about what I was going to do, but I was kind of thinking maybe, maybe, probably, I don't know, Ghana, right? Yeah. Um, And then COVID happens. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, cool. And I don't know about you. I think most people thought that COVID was only going to, for the UK, last till about April. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was going to be this long. <laughs> they get back to normal. I was like, all right, okay, right, I'm not too sure. Um, but um, it, it's all good because everything will be fine. By this time, I hadn't really booked anything. Actually, I was actually supposed to go to Afro Nation. Actually, I need yeah. to add that in. I was supposed to go to Afro Nation in March. Um, and then that was cancelled. So I moved my flight to November. 
So I was going to go to, instead of going to Puerto Rico, I was going to go in November. Then thought, no, nah, I don't want to go to Puerto Rico when I don't have a festival because yeah. the hotel is a hella expensive for like a three-star hotel. And who's really going to wake up in an Airbnb on their 30th? You want the full works? Yeah. So I had moved it. Then I was about to go into Mexico, right? And then mm. someone told me like they're gonna they might hit the second wave, so I was like, okay, let me just not rebook my flight. So I was feeling a bit, mm, a bit low, and the fact that I was like, it's not gonna be the thirtieth if I wanted. So I kind of played with the idea of having like, okay, like a birthday party in the UK, like probably like in a little club area, you know, dancing. And then when lockdown kind of reopened, we couldn't dance, we couldn't really yeah. do anything. Like going out is not the same. And now, with the rule of six, and, uh, like, things closing at ten, I was like, it's not the birthday party I would want. Yeah. So, I've made peace with it. I'm just having mini birthday parties, mini meetups, mini dinners. Yeah. Um, I've just made peace with it. Um, I'm just happy to be alive, I guess. Yeah, happy to ha- still be working. Um, um, so, I, I don't know. Like, I feel... I feel okay. I feel really excited today because I've kind of been planning what I'm going to do. Basically, the whole of November is just me kind of be doing like things with family, friends, catch ups with people. Um, I'd rather have everybody there in the same place, but yeah. safe. Um, yeah. I would say I think things will kind of like we'll know what we're doing by this time next year that I would kind of go on a holiday for my 31st and just redo it. Yeah. Um, Live it up bigger than. Um, hopefully we'll be able to do that but I think we have to because we're in a recession um, and they can't I think we'll get into a process okay this is how we're going to do because I think by 2022 we're not really going to see much of a change so I think this is the first year we'll know we'll still be a bit rocky at the beginning of the year end of the year we'll probably know we'll get into like a rhythm hopefully so I think by by next year like god willing I'll be able to do what I wanted to do but for yeah. now, I'll just deal with kind of like having a really cute dinners and stuff like brunches and just celebrate the fact that I'm alive. And I've actually had a pretty decent year, even though we've been in lockdown. Yeah. Very yeah. Um, But in terms of turning 30, I think a lot of people put a lot of pressure on it. I am excited to go into my 30s. Um, yeah. I do think that I'm in a process where I feel very, um, what's the word? sure of who I am and what I want to do I feel very yeah. calm because when I was at 25 the, the offense I felt very like all over the place this is me and that's really, how I feel now I yeah. feel like I'm everywhere <laughs> like, yeah, honestly, before a life crisis had about two or three. <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh no you'll be all right I felt I felt very all over the place but at the same time when I was 25 when you knew me I was doing loads of stuff, wasn't I? I wasn't a typical yeah. 25 year old. Yeah, so definitely. I had started the freelance and went back to work and then was doing FBL bloggers. My blogging platform was kind of figuring out what I wanted. Other people were just going out and just working yeah. and just chilling. I've always been a bit more entrepreneurial. And now, because I did a lot back then and now I'm kind of reaping the benefits now, I feel yeah. a bit more calmer and I feel like I know what I want um yeah and I don't take things to heart too much now I feel very much like it's all right things will work out and I believe it because I've seen it yeah so in terms of the actual party nah um, it's not what I want it's, it's going to be a cute uh, birthday but in terms of 
the hopes to being in my 30s I'm actually pretty excited about it now oh I, I was I was good oh good. I was talking about oh I'm gonna be 30 I think we put too much pressure into ourselves as to what 30 is but yeah. I think for myself personally I think I'm very proud of what I've achieved um so far at 29 like my mum was like even um, well, when I was 29 I didn't keep up what you're doing so I'll just say well done to me and I'm enjoy resting um and just celebrating with people around me I guess that was a very long answer too no. long didn't read too long didn't read <laughs> I'm excited but I want a better birthday party that's it <laughs> <laughs> she basically wants to go out that's what she's saying she's like I, I want to go out, out. <laughs> you know me you know you know that I like to go out you know I like to kind of be like hey what hey, hey. in my house <laughs> somebody I was talking to you and he goes you can dance in your house I was just thinking you see you yeah you're enemy of progress so I was just like <laughs> <laughs> but no literally like I feel like ever since I turned 25 I don't know what's happened like my mindset has changed in a lot of things like I no longer entertain things that I feel like don't need to be entertained mm. um and I also mm. feel like I'm at that stage now where, like, I'm just thinking life is too short for this. Like, I don't have all day to be moping around and feeling sorry for myself. Like, you know, I feel like you get to that point in life where you're just like, it's either this or it's either that. Like, I can't afford to let my best years go down the drain because of minor situations. So now, like, I've got that mindset and, like, obviously, like, future planning and stuff like that, you know. It's all part of the plan, but, you know, it's just one of those things where it takes time. And I think I have, I do genuinely feel like I'm going through a quarter-life crisis. <laughs> Why is that? Why is that? You feel your head's all over the place, you said. I feel like I'm everywhere. Like, right now, I'm just thinking, like, I just need to... I'm at that point now where I just want to be comfortable. Do you, do you get what I mean? Like, I want to live a peaceful, comfortable life, but I know I'm nowhere near that. But I think at the same time, like, I put pressure on myself and I expect too much. Like, I put the expectations so much on me that when I don't do something, I'm like, oh, why did I not? Like, you know, so I need to learn how to undo certain things like that. I can't, mm. put, I can't put myself through, you know, I can't come and die. Mm. I, can't, I can't come and die for no one. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I need to just do me. And then, it, you know, like, I truly believe that whatever's meant to be in my life or whatever's mine is going to be mine. Like, I can't force nothing like that. So I think my quarter life crisis has just begun where I'm like, I panic for no reason. Like I, I realise like I panic more now for no reason because I'm stressed out because I feel like I don't know where I'm going, but I know where I'm going. If that makes yeah, sense. I get it. I get it. I was exactly the same. Like it might be <laughs> for a lot of people, but I really get it. I think one of the things is just really kind of like appreciation. Every now and again, before you go to bed, kind of like say what you appreciate what you appreciate what you proud of that day what you proud for yeah. in general and when you do that in the morning do that too it's man- and like manifestations and when you kind of remind yourself what you've done not even like kind of like okay I've got a university degree like oh I I finished this this project today or you know what I went for a walk today you know I relaxed today those little small wins and big wins you need they all need to be celebrated you know um and once you keep reminding yourself of those things, I find that it's easier and you can calm yourself down as well. Yeah. What also helped me is also journaling. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So like an everyday journal? Uh, I try not to journal every day because I can't be bothered. But I journal when I feel like I need to get something off my chest. 
and when I write even like I, I have like a little journal app but I also have like the notes app on my phone so mm. every time there's something in my mind I just type I just write 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 and just literally like I don't even look at the spelling mistakes or anything I just need to write it and then obviously I'll correct it because I'm a perfectionist but then mm. I sometimes you just need to get everything out of your head and read it you know yeah you just need to get some type of a release because when it's in your head, that's all the pressure and that's when all the anxiety comes is too much. Um, so you just need to get that kind of out that out of you. And from not even like speaking to someone else, I do recommend talking to people about your issues or what you're feeling as well. But I think the first thing is to kind of understand what's bothering you. Um, how can you solve that? And then obviously speaking to somebody about it, you know, because you might be thinking, oh, I'm not going on a, the right way, but you might actually be doing so well that you mm-hmm. just, you don't realise that you're doing so well. So because yeah. you're confused, you're not aware, that's where all the anxiety, I feel like I'm everywhere. And then also social media doesn't help because you see people who are comfortable, quote unquote, but you don't know what they're going through. You don't know exactly. um, you know what they're going through. You don't know what they ha- did to get there say for example yeah. we'll just take the example of Patricia Bright or Molly for example right so we look at them they are very successful women right um both different circumstances they both started off as influencers I would say that obviously Molly kind of got accelerated because obviously she was a love island Patricia had to work a bit more she didn't get paid properly for the first three years she was doing that and now she's seen the fruits of her labor so you look at her with her happy family. You look at Molly with um her boyfriend Tommy. That's the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I watch Love Island. Um, and you look at them and their big house, and they do their vlogs, and you think they've got it made. But yeah. obviously, Molly. We don't know. We don't know yeah. what's going back those doors. Yeah. Yeah, Molly. Um, aside from her hair extensions, a little bit of filler, which it's not it's not an issue at all, right? Um she goes on she's pretty like a natural girl really so like she hasn't even worked done on her body so she'll go on holiday like and obviously the press were literally hounding her about her body and how it was like disgusting or whatever like that yeah and then twitter were like some some of the guys was like there's nothing wrong with her body <laughs> like it's fine and um same thing with patricia like she was got dragged the other day and you think oh she's got a happy family but she was just like literally like we're having a couple of issues you know um things aren't as it seems and you forget that people are normal people have good things happen to them bad things happen to them like life is complex Mm. so it's hard but it's it's better to kind of focus on yourself and just remind yourself what am I doing where do I want to go because obviously I know you obviously I know that you've done super well I remember you were at uni and working Mm. at the same time full time so that was a lot um and you were able to get your degree um so I think just kind of like just remind yourself and just pat yourself on the back every now and again and treat yourself yeah no honestly like I feel like that's that's where that's the kind of stage that I'm at right now where I'm actually content with how far I've actually come like I'm actually so proud of myself for not allowing myself to go down a dark like you know everyone has bad days everyone has bad years and stuff like that I had my fair share of bad years like I I know it and you know and I know the difficulty of that but now where I'm like back on track now I'm trying to 
get myself in a place where I'm happy and content and I feel like you know when you're going through like a rough patch and stuff like that everything's kind of on a back seat it's like on a back seat burner so it's just there but now we're like you know I'm in a proper mindset and I'm in a better place now I'm just thinking okay I need to pick up on where I left off like I need to you know the stuff that I would like to do and I like to achieve for myself not for anyone else but for me this all like for me right now I feel like I'm selfish I don't know if you when you were 25 did you feel like you were being selfish or not but I feel like right now I'm becoming selfish for myself because I deserve that because I need to get shit done you know what I mean? Like, I need to get myself in a place where I'm happy, I'm content, I know that this is the way I want my life to be, so what do I need to do, and what do I need to sacrifice? That's what it is right now, and I'm not willing to, you know, hesitate to do certain things that I need to do that I don't want to do, but I have to do, if that makes sense, <laughs> what I just said there. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it, I get it to you, and I was, I was the same, I felt like, when I was like my mid twenties, I was like, I want to be selfish. This is what I, like I was so fiercely. I think around that time was the making of where I am now. Mm. Um, I was so fiercely being like, okay, this is what I want, and this is what I'm going to get. I think I've yeah. always had that, but it really, really kicked into gear around that time. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I don't want any kind of distractions. This is where I'm going to go, and I, I can see it obviously I don't think there's anything wrong with that Uh, at least you have some direction a lot of people really don't um to be honest with you like and that's not that's not that's not wrong and it's not no shade everyone's learning everyone's learning path is different everyone has a different way of how they want their lifestyle to be some people get it very early on and very young some people get it very late on in the years like I could be 35 and I probably still I'm thinking what do I want to do with my life I probably won't even know do you know what I mean so it's no it's no shade or anything like that to anybody it's about the fact that everyone's path and everyone's journey is different you don't know what sacrifices and what's been done for that person to get to that place that they're at because it it looks really like like all hunky-dory fairies unicorns love hearts to you guys but really and truly there are some dark days for people that get to that place yeah, it's not easy because you're kind of like focused on, I really want to be successful. I really want to be, to be successful. Uh, yeah. And you're comparing yourself. You compare yourself even when you're not really comparing yourself, you know. Um, yeah. And then that's when, obviously, I would say low mood can come in, anxiety. Well, that person's doing it. And like I said, like the Molly Mays and the Patricias have teams now to support them. Mm. I'm not saying that they, they do everything, but they have extra help. Whereas yeah. you're just one 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 person band, and so yeah. am I, um, for the most of it. And so you just gotta kind of look at where you are, and yeah. I'm not saying that you should completely not look at other people. Obviously, like kind of look at them for inspiration, but try and I would say eighty percent focus on you, twenty percent look at what other people are doing. And it's yeah. hard, but that's that's the best way to do it because I'm never ever would say don't look at what other people are doing because how do you know where the bar is how do you know how you're going to get inspiration you know yeah definitely. it's just that constant reminder of like okay they're doing theirs them and I'm doing this and also kind of like just taking a break and taking stock of yeah. what you've achieved that manifestation just kind of filling your I guess your kind of space with positivity yeah. um which is very 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 important 
I would say. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you know, that's, 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 that's basically it. Like, you know, you just have to, everyone's going to go through their quarter life crisis and some people are going to go through their midlife crisis and yeah, I'm there right now, guys. So <laughs> we move though. We move. We, we, we come out better from that situation. It will teach us a lot. Hopefully, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you will. But anyway, so we've been speaking recently and I know for a fact that you have stories for days. Regarding... Oh my god, you're gonna expose me now. I'm not gonna expose you, you're gonna expose yourself. I freely. probably will. I would do, do freely. <laughs> Ask me. You do it freely. You do it freely. So tell us about your dates and your shenanigans. Go on. Because I know for a fact that you had some crazy dates god. and crazy men god. <laughs> chatting. Chatting shit. You know, like how men always chat shit. <laughs> like they do. What season of my dating do we really talk about, right? Because I don't even remember, like, the last person I was t- talking to you about. I have... Right. So tell, so tell me, like, you know, tell tell them about the guy that split the hot chocolate. <laughs> oh, that's... Do you know what? That's a legendary... I have, that's a legendary story. That's urban legend. Like, that's... that's... <laughs> That's part of my brand. All right. Okay, so what year was it? Okay, 2017. 2017, I went on Tinder, right? I went on Tinder. I wanted to meet someone. That was just, was it 2017? Yeah, something like that. And I was just like, yeah, just like kind of scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. So I started chatting to this guy. He randomly went to my uni. My uni was Bay. I went to Brunel. Don't care. I'll just tell you guys. I'm in Brunel. Everyone has gone to Brunel. Everybody I know goes to Brunel. But yeah, anyway, carry on. The uni was a fun time. Anyway, so um, I started chatting to this dude. He seemed cool. Not usually my type. He was right. It was kind of cute. But then I was like, yeah, I kind of chatting to him. Sounds cool. And at that time, I really wanted a relationship, like really badly. Not really bad, like I was desperate for one. But that was what I was on. I was not really on to. I wasn't kind of used to like dating casually and just do my own thing. I just was kind of used to, um, I guess you date somebody, you click, and then that's your boyfriend, right? So yeah. that was basically what I was kind of on. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we started talking. He was on that thing too because obviously when you were using Tinder, it was Tinder was the most popular one. Um, and then there was also Bumble as well. But I do like the fact that I had to message men. No, it wasn't for me. That. Um, so that's another story we have on Bumble. So I met this guy. I was talking. And when I started talking to him, I was actually in Grand Canaria on my holiday. And then we were just chatting, 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 chatting. Um, and then I realised after a while, um, he seemed normal-ish, um, that he wasn't over his girlfriend. So I said mm-hmm. to him... I need to give a fake name because if he ever listens to this, he'll he'll know. I said to him, Jason, right? Jason, you uh, it doesn't seem like you're over your girlfriend because one day he just messaged me, goes, "Hi, Jess, how are you?" And I'm like, "I'm alright." He goes, "I'm just feeling really sad. Like, I really want to be married at the moment." And that time he was 26, I was 27, just turned 27. He goes, "I just really think I should be married." Um, he was, (laughs) I'm gonna beat him out. He was Algerian and English. Those yeah. mixed, but so um, and I think in his culture, 
he should have really been married but I but I was just like oh I don't, I don't know if it was, it was a cultural thing or just him I think he's just very intense type of person I now yeah. know and I'm just thinking all right you're 26 right um you're really young so I don't think you should be forced and I think marriage should just come naturally and I was like he's just saying I was obviously I'm a nice person I had more patience then and I was like oh okay cool I I don't think you're I don't think you're ready to start dating because I was just like I'm called to date but I'm not I'm not desperate for somebody um yeah. and we'd been talking for about a good two weeks obviously it was a bit long because I was on holiday and he goes to me oh no 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 like I still want to kind of obviously meet up with you and go on a date and stuff like that you know just like just have like kind of a casual thing for coffee and I was just like I don't like wasting my time now I had been talking to this guy for about two weeks so I was like all right cool um and we live nearish each other so we went so I was just thinking there's no harm just going for a bit of um for coffee you know and then maybe just I thought we'd go for coffee and have a meal after because I've done that before yeah so I get ready, it's a Sunday, and something told me not to drive to this place. Something said, Jessica, if you drive, um, you waste your petrol, you'll be annoyed. So I yeah. just I just took public transport. And something was telling me, because I said to him, oh, I'm on my way, this is about afternoon. And he goes to me, this is when I should have stayed home, are you getting dressed up? And I was like, when, well, I was just wearing, I, I mean, I was just wearing normal nice clothes, because I'm not really getting dressed up. And I should have just, like, deaded it then. But I was like, okay, maybe his jokes are a bit funny. So I was like, okay, cool. So I go to go for coffee. Bear in mind, I hate coffee. But I was like, I was curious. I was speaking to this guy all this time. Let me just see who he is, right? I go there. Uh, Aki, if I tell you, yeah, the way he comes, I was like, this <laughs> he's come there with some home jumper, some home trousers, because he lived near the area. Did he even make no fucking effort? And I'm just thinking, what is this? But I'm nice and I'm polite, isn't it? As I was so shocked. I was just like... So he basically rocked up in tracksuits? Like, not even like a tracksuit tracksuit. You know those kind of like black tracksuit bottoms that you can kind of you can kind of get away with wearing outside? But it seems like he's had it for a little bit. It's like one of these kind of like loungewear kind of stuff what that he was already wearing <laughs> and then put a coat on. And then came oh and saw me. And I was just thinking, you couldn't clean your beard up a little bit. I was just thinking, what is this? <laughs> like, and then it was, it was like, he his posture wasn't even that great. And I was just thinking, you're the first I've been talking to. You, how embarrassing. But I'm not rude, innit? I'm thinking, <laughs> right. So we're walking to the coffee place. Was it Costa? Yeah. Walking to yeah. Costa um, in Westfield. So we're walking, walking. And then. I don't like coffee. I told him that I did like coffee beforehand, but I was like, okay, you can get anything else, right? So he's ordered his coffee, and we're standing together, and I was like, okay, oh, can I get a hot chocolate, please? So I just ordered my hot chocolate. I love a good hot chocolate. And then he taps me, and he goes, oh, do you mind if we, like, pay separately? This hot, let's not, I have to go on, I have to go on the website now. How much is a Costa coffee? Costa coffee, <laughs> hot chocolate. He got you to pay. He split the coffee. I want everybody. I'm on the menu. Drinks, coffees, cappuccino. Let me just see. Let me just see. My because girl is actually just... on the Costa website. Oh my god. Hot, hot oh chocolate. my god. <laughs> Never mind. It's the 2017. So maybe the price is a bit changed now. 
Okay, it's not telling me, it's not telling me really, but I, it was about two pounds. It was something like that. Anything between two pounds. Two pounds sixty five. Two pounds sixty five. You found it. Two pounds sixty five. And if I tell you, I was shocked. So there's all this. This is trauma. All this trauma that's hitting me at one time. I was like, what is this? So I'm looking. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So I get my money out. I'm thinking, what? So we're talking, we're talking, and I just I couldn't believe it because at that time I was working full time, and whenever mm. I have my morning meetings with my manager he would buy my hot chocolate for me like yeah that was kind of something like I've had friends buy my hot chocolate I've bought friends um um, hot chocolates or drinks for my friends like this is something that is not going to break the bank oh I've got this or whatever yeah you've you've made me leave my house to come here I don't drink coffee and you can't even pay for my hot chocolate rah I'm sitting down okay so I've got my thing he's got up he's going to pick his pick his up this time my best friends in the early stages with her boyfriend they were like tell us they were telling they, they said to me tell us how it was going i was texting her and she's relaying the information to her boyfriend i was like i don't really i don't, un- believe I don't know you know split the hot chocolate like I'm still no bad. he no he wants to pay for his it's, it's even even the wrong english he didn't want to pay for mine at all he didn't want to pay for mine at all he wanted me do to do you pay feel for like so do you, do you think men should pay on the first date? Yes. I'm not even going to go. Oh. I'm not even going to kind of like, even something like that, he should have paid. I've nothing, never happened. Like I've Okay, told- you know what? I actually, okay, I agree with you. I think if you're going on a first date, this is going to be so controversial. And I don't know. Care. It, right? I don't <laughs> care. I'm ready. You made me leave my house. <laughs> Ask me there. I said, I don't think you're ready. No, I think if you're going for coffee dates and whatever, the guy should pay. Like, why am I going to have to pay for coffee? Like, but then again, I don't like it when guys pay for my shit. So I don't know. But if it's like a, a coffee... Day. That's a date, Eki. Come on. Because when I show that intention, I don't care if I... I even wrote about... It was £2.40 back in 2017, something like that. It's the inflation. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because, but, but what I'm trying to say to you is though, first dates, okay, it shouldn't even be that much of a pressure. It should just be like easy going. If it's a coffee date and you're going and sitting in Costa and Cafe Nero, then okay, cool, just flip in pay for the co- latte, bruv. It's only three pounds sixty five. Relax, it's not even that deep. But if it's like a meal or something like that, then I would definitely be like, well, no, we're going halves on this because I don't want you to feel like I'm one of those girls that are just coming out because I'm hungry. Mm. Oh, okay. that is different. Aki, do you know what? Like, you know, you you know this story, right, guys? It's gonna be a bit longer. You know, like it's been so long. I wrote about it. Obviously, at that time, I had more, more. Like, obviously, I rem- remembered. I'm just honest. There was more to him. Like, there was more to me. Like, I even broke it down. Red flags. Red flag number one. He became low key possessive and insecure. At times, he would say, "When I was going out, you're not going to dance with or kiss any guys, are you?" well <laughs> he said he said he said this to me twice when i went out to halloween and on my birthday the following week to which i replied you're not my man so i can see whatever i want <laughs> <laughs> yes yes young jess love the oh. day before we met he was feeling sad and he had not got you know what i was just telling you that's the bit i remember i forgot about that thing when you told me not to kiss nobody for ages you know what it is like but i just 
I just don't understand what's wrong with men. Like, let me live. Let me do what I want to do. But the whole date thing, okay, cool. First dates and stuff like that. I personally don't, I think I'm too much of a feminist. I'm just like, no, I've got myself. I don't need you to pay for me. Every time, like, okay, I don't want to even out myself, yeah. But just say I'm going on a date with someone or I'm meeting someone, I will always go halves. I, I just hate it. But if that person was to pay entirely for that, like the meal, I feel a certain way. I feel like my independence and my power has been stripped from me. Ah, uh, no, I feel right. I was like, I, <laughs> I feel right still, I tell you. Because, <laughs> nah, because I, I don't care. I don't care if people. I feel all right. Still, you yeah. pay for it. Then you, you're basically like you pay for it still. But there's me like going, no, no, I'm gonna pay for my no, own bill. No, no, no. Because the whole thing is like, let me just finish this. We're just gonna wrap up this story, right? He was weird. He was very misogynistic. He told me that he liked me that I was independent and strong. And then when he afterwards, he told me that he didn't like the fact that I was independent and strong. Likes needy girls. He wants the girls to need a guy. And then after a couple of days after, I told my mum, she wasn't happy about it. He was very rude. He called me, wanted to explain how he's thinking and tried to have an argument with me. And then I blocked him. He was mad. We're not going to go into it. It's PTSD, guys. I remember how angry I was. Nah, but on the real though, the fuck I need you, man. Like, I need a guy. I want a girl to want me. The fuck I need you, man. I can find someone else. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, the, so moving on to um, that. I've had really nice dates, obviously. Um, yeah. I've had really good have, have you ever split the bill? Uh, yeah, but I never saw them again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think after a certain amount of dates, I shouldn't have to pay. Like, so, do you know what my mum <laughs> told me? Do you know what my mum told me? Oh my, my mum told me, like, she... She always says to me, I hope you didn't split the bill, did you? Like, I was like, nah, nah, mom, no, I haven't, you know? Um, so, um, so I was like, no. There was one guy, who did I call? My mum calls him Mr. 50-50. I think this was back 2018, right? I went on this date with this guy. He was tall, but so quiet. So quiet. And we eat, like, I came to the place, went to, all the way to Kingston for this, this guy. And again, someone told me not to drive. And I'm sitting down there, and he goes, oh, you took me to a restaurant. And I said, oh, what are you eating? And he goes, oh, you've eaten? Oh, I just came here to take cab drinks. And I'm looking, I was like, my friend, are you all right? I haven't eaten. I've been working the whole day, and I've left my tummy open to eat. Like, I wasn't, like, I don't, I would, I would like a man to pay. And that always happens to me, about 90% of the time. But I always bring money, just in case, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and this guy, like, obviously, because I had eaten, fair enough, decided to kind of like he didn't have anything really, but he split the bill with me. I was like, fine. I didn't not see him again because he didn't pay. I did not see him again because he was a bit dry and boring. But apparently, he fancied me. But he's just so shy. There wasn't really any chemistry in terms of. It was so boring. Um, but there's some people that I've split, and that was. Last year, so I've got hiccups. Last year, yeah, and it wasn't like when I haven't split them. It's not because oh no, I've split them, so I'm never gonna see them again. It's mainly because of how they were, and I didn't connect with them. Um, 
like with my ex he used to pay for everything mainly food wise I know sometimes obviously I'll get him a drink like, I, like we're going out like I'll put him drinks and stuff like that just to kind of be like thank you appreciative because I felt I start to feel bad afterwards first mm. day he should but like afterwards I start and I I kind of like obviously would kind of you know I would say though like but I can see how the joy gets to a man of them mm. paying a bill like I mm-hmm. feel like they feel like Billy Big Nuts <laughs> Yeah, you've got to let him, you've got, you've got to let them do that. You know what I mean? They feel like Billy Big Nuts. They're like, I'll pay the bill. But you see how, you see how they act with it, yeah? Yeah, they, they, they take, can. You watch, you watch, they'll take, they'll take that, the receipt, and then they'll screw up their face, right? Then they'll get the card, and they put it down, boom, and, ah, love it, love it. You just, start, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's just going to sound so trash. There was one time that I was going on, and I was eating dinner for free for a bit and I was just like I've been fed good you know but <laughs> I didn't go on dates for that I go on dates to get to know the people but if you want to pay for my food man that's good like earlier this year like in March I went on a date with this guy I went to um he had a good job in money we went to um the landmark hotel uh, but on a Saturday but he was just worked a lot in finance and um when we were in the middle, we had like a separate room and everything was so lovely. But he was just obviously, I felt so. I told my dad I felt a bit intimidated, uh, only because like it's a fancy place. I've been to fancy places, but I'm more, I don't know, I'm more chill, more low key. He liked different types of music, but we had a second date. He was a Greek guy, nice, lovely guy. Um, and he took me to a Greek restaurant. It had all these different forks, and I was just like, ah, I don't know what to do. But I kept, I kept, uh, kept it cool and everything like that. But he'd pay for everything. He was a gentleman. There just wasn't that chemistry. Um, I felt like I was on a date with a friend, uh, yeah. to be honest. Um, but yeah, I've been to, there's a lot of things I've gone to and the guys are paying. I was like, oh, should we like, I always say, and I don't really 100% read it. It's so bad. I bait myself out. Um, oh, is it okay? Just, like, how much is it? Should I like, no, 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 no. Don't worry. Don't worry. I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> you know what it is like, guys I, know they know that we they just want to know that or at least would offer yeah Do you know what I mean I think like, that's what it is like I personally have heard from a guy that says like you know you know if he doesn't mind paying but you know if if you want me to pay let me just pay like there's no need to like you know act like you like do you know what I mean like you know some girls they like do the whole like reaching for the purse and try to reach out for the car but whereas with me I'm yeah. like the, yeah I like, do the I do the I open my bag and play, put my hand a little bit <laughs> what am I reaching for that's it I'm reaching for air <laughs> <laughs> no literally like but for me I'm just like split the bill there was this one time I went on a date with a guy oh my god it was the worst day I've ever <sighs> It was the worst day ever. Oh, tell me, since I've beaten myself out. It's your turn. No. So, basically, <laughs> so, basically, I went on a date with a guy. Like, he was lovely. Like, he was a really nice guy. And um, I actually, I met him via a mismatch. So, yeah. I was, so, basically, I met him. And he was quite far away, and so was I. So, he was just like, let's meet in the middle. So, I was like, okay, cool, let's meet in the middle. And then, like, I 
checked where the middle place is for us and then like I just checked like local restaurants and like shisha bars or whatever it is yeah so we went to a shisha place uh-huh. and um basically like I really wasn't I really didn't want to go on this date like honestly I really didn't want to go I was like I even I had to convince myself to go on this flipping date yeah so I literally like got ready got out of my car and stuff like that and then I'm like trying to look for him like on the like on the height like the street I'm looking for him and I see him and man rocked up in tracksuit man rocked up in tracksuit I was like looking at him and he had that fucking side bag thing on him and I was like oh (laughs) man had a side bag I was thinking what is this like I looked at him and then he put on his profile that he's five foot like 10 11 Jess he was nowhere near five foot 11 or 10 Honey, he was the same height as me, and I'm five foot six. Oh my god! You should have said the picture. Me, I can always tell when someone's tall or short. People come to me with that. It's really easy. Yeah, literally. No, no, no. He, he, literally, like, it looked like he didn't, he didn't make effort for the date. But it, to be honest with you, that didn't really matter. Like in that sense, where like you know, he didn't. Like, you know, like, when you just, you give someone the benefit of the doubt, like, okay, cool, you know, <laughs> let's just see how this goes, type of thing. But in the back of my head, I already had it no, because I'm, like, thinking, you didn't even, like, come nicely prepared, nicely dressed. Nice like, shirt, shoes. Yeah, you know, like, you know, at least on the, you know, I can understand if you've been on, like, eight, nine, ten dates, and then afterwards you're just rocking up in tracksuit bottoms. I'll be like, all right, cool, cool, yeah, I can have that. I don't mind you rocking up in tracksuit bottoms and whatever, and your trainers. But on the first day nah you must be mad anyway so we went to the shisha place and oh my god it was the most longest hour and a half of my life was it hour and a half or was it an hour I don't even know it felt like it felt like years but I don't know so we were talking and then he literally was like he was trying to flirt with me and like say like oh you know like he was he was really like adamant on getting married he was like yeah yeah he was literally like I just want to get married you know like I can't wait for you to meet my family I was like who (laughs) Mm. I was like pardon I am not meeting nobody after this (laughs) I'm done yeah literally that was the worst day ever yeah and then afterwards like there was no he took me to a fucking kebab shop are you joking am I does it look like I'm joking I can't see you, but yeah. I, I don't think so. <laughs> that took me Rah. to a kebab shop. A kebab and, shop, you know. And you're talking about marriage. This would be your life. That would be your life. <laughs> it's all your life. You're like, yo, babes, let's rock up and go and get a kebab. <laughs> Imagine, not even one of those nice posh kebabs, not even like sexy fish, not even like yeah, kind of like, like a nice dinner like, place, not even the shard. Like, you know what I mean? Just fucking take me to sexy fish, man. For fuck's sake. Why is no one taking me sexy fish? <laughs> Mm-mm. Some of, these, some of these guys don't know how to date. How can you come there with your simple, like, your everyday attractive problems? You'll go, if you're serious about getting married, you come there with a nice shirt and shoes, you'd be like, you know what? I've, I've only had a few guys plan a really nice date, you know? No like, one has ever planned a nice date for me. Like, I oh. No guy has ever planned a nice date for me. There was one there was one nice date that I had, but it was like everything was crammed into one day. But that was a nice date, I can't lie. Um mm. 
but that that was it like no guy has ever take like gone out of their way to like surprise me on a nice day and I, I would love that I, I can't lie I would really like that I would like a man to take control really That's would. I would, I would and it's, it's, it's very, it seems to be very common because like when I've kind of been speaking to people and these people like they're not kind of like small sort of people some of these people have like really good jobs and some people just don't know how to date they honestly don't know how to date this there's, there's none of this courting anymore it sounds like that's what my dad says when dad's a bit older but he's right like when I was explaining to him about like obviously dates and stuff like that he goes you need to court and stuff take you out like make an effort like ask you because I can do that I did that with my exes like I was always picking the places and I was not that's not what I'm used to I'm yeah. used to because I liked it I was thinking okay maybe he's a shy or maybe he doesn't really know he's quite he doesn't really like I was making excuses for it basically it takes five minutes to go on okay I'm not really sure right I've seen these kind of food places you can ask your friends your female friends your male friends we can go and design my night right now kind of like I love pan Asian food so Thai food Vietnamese food I love that type of food it's one of my favorites yeah. and then we live in London there's so many obviously prior before pandemic but even now there's so many nice places you can go you can do that and kind of do like an activity like um, a shisha thing but I don't always need like a, a dinner I can do like a fun day out so I guess with my ex that's the kind of stuff I used to do like I would do like um, crazy golf and stuff yeah. which I picked which I found um, but things like that you can do like an activity or you can just chill and whatever like that but you want to see like effort being made there's so much you can do in London and you telling me like you can't go online and do that but a lot of people don't really do that you know I've seen that from a few other people there's only the, the certain few that do that I think if they really 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 like you they would really, definitely oh that means none of them liked me that's peak no, no, I, think they like you. I, think them, I think I think they did like you but the thing is that they don't know how to date like the fact that the guy said I want to get married and he took you there and to a kebab shop. I don't think he's been taught how to or knows how to date properly. A lot of people actually really don't. So it's it's good, but and then that's I guess when when you say this is what I kind of you know, my expectations. Like obviously not being like a diva about it, but kind of being like I've kind of set my expectation with certain certain guys that I've been talking to. They said, Oh, I want to do this certain things, like, oh, do you want to and they have big jobs you know oh do you want to come round to mine and I can cook you dinner the first day and I was like look I don't go to a guy's first time like yeah. that like I expect to like kind of go out or I kind of be subtle and say okay let me know what you plan because I refuse to plan again let me know what you plan um and when we're going out and um let me know so that guy that I went to Landmark Hotel he had planned it he goes okay again yeah, where'd you he would ask me I can't remember what he would say he'll say where do you want to go um okay what type of food and we went it's only been a few and with those ones it's a shame like I either haven't carried it on because there was no chemistry um um but I kind of like or we just kind of drifted off and I was just thinking if there was chemistry and we didn't then you'd know you the type of dates you'd get because they know how to date yeah. they know you take someone here whatever like a plan oh I've seen this so there's a lot of people who don't and it's not, I don't think it's a reflection on you. It's just some people just don't know how to do it. They've just been used to kind of lazy dates. And do you know what They're it is? They're not, not basic I, women. Yeah, and I think that's what it is. Like, some people just don't know how to date. And I'm not saying it in, like, a negative way. I'm saying it in a way, like, some people just don't have that experience. And I think for me, like, you know, I would, I'm so used to, like, you know, like, oh, it's it's weird to even explain it. 
because for me when I go on dates and stuff like that I would like it to be something where we both can feel like we can be ourselves and there should be nothing wrong or you know you know what I mean like really chilled like there's no pressure nothing but every now and again like you know surprise me surprise me it might you might grab my attention a bit more you know sometimes it's the little things that make a massive difference in the relationship when you do these little things people then start to realize oh there's a lot more to this than what I thought they could be if does that make sense am I wrong right what do you mm, 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 mm. it makes you it makes you take a guy that you weren't 100% feeling to someone thinking you know what this actually might be because obviously you don't go on a date if there's no complete attraction at all you know there has to be but if you're not sure could take that's happened to me taking me from a guy that I'm not too sure to all right this is I might see something here Mm. um and yeah those little things whereby look by by the way what type of food okay I had basically last end of this year I tend to date a lot around this time um weirdly enough um, there was this guy I was talking to we literally got on but I wasn't really feeling him in terms of like he was all right for a kind of attraction but what I really did appreciate he was like okay meet me at Shoreditch Station I've got this really banging restaurant what do you what food do you like mm. and he picked it and everything like that and it was a fun night unfortunately I had somebody else in my mind I was talking to that I had a better connection with yeah. um, turns out I should have actually focused on the other guy because the one I liked was prick but um that little thing made me think you know what you're actually a really really nice guy like you're such a nice guy and like I know for a fact that whoever you're with you're going to make them the best effort with because even we were just talking for a little bit you know how to date you're respectful you know asking somebody what do they want and their opinion is so paramount in a relationship that that I think like you need to have that foresight but I think it's also true to make your expectations known saying you know what when you have talking about that kind of like be saying like these are the type of things I like to do uh, I prefer like I like activities I like certain things and then asking asking them what do you like to do so you find that middle ground so in the first beginning stages I kind of like I can I can plan the date but I don't want to I want to see their intention because I found that when I've planned dates and had that role the planner was taking lead they've cut the guys have become a bit lazy and comfortable oh she's got it and it frustrates me I don't mind planning yeah. the day uh, then planning the date one two or three um and then okay kind of like putting my opinion in there or kind of then taking say you know what I've seen this and then taking it on from there and then kind of going 50 50 on that but I need to see the intention and the effort in the beginning. That's just me and what I've learned, and that's just how I prefer to date. Everybody, obviously, different things work for different people, but um, that's just basically what I I prefer because effort effort is so important. Because it's going to manifest. Yeah. You start dating that person, and that person you be like, you never like think about where to go, or you just don't care. It's it's not it's not attractive to me. You know, some people don't really care as long as they're spending time with that person but it matters to me very much so but I think that's the thing though I think once you find you you initially know like when you first meet someone you kind of know where it's going like Mm. for me a lot like I'm really I'm a picky person and that's Mm -hmm. that you know people that know me well know that I am that picky person I 
I don't easily like people. I that sounds so bad. I sound like a bitch, but do you know what? I really don't like people. So <laughs> I really don't like people. So when I do like someone, it really is like a big deal because I don't like people like that. Do you know what I mean? So for me, obviously, if I go on a couple of dates with you or if I if I see you or if I'm going on a date with you, that there must be something that I think maybe it could work out or maybe it, it might not, that type of thing. So for me, it's important that I actually get to know that person beforehand we even meet. So for me, it's like getting to know someone and then the whole meeting up process. Like, if you've gone past, like, couple of dates then that's that's great that means I must like you or I don't know mm. <laughs> you know what I mean like I'm not gonna no, carry not, on meeting someone about I'm not them, gonna yeah. Yeah. like I'm not gonna carry on meeting someone if I don't really feel anything towards them and that's not me as a person anyway I don't want to waste anyone's time but I think it's important though because when you initially meet someone as well like there has to be that mutual respect for one another. Like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that I wouldn't like it if, you know, at one point, like, like I said, if it's like 10, 15 dates on, you know, like we've met up so many times now, then take the bill, take the bill. I don't, I, I don't feel like at that point I would need to, because obviously we're, we're looking at long term there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> take the bill. But when it comes in like the first, major points which is like the first I would say like the the crucial points are like number one to number 10 that those date numbers like mm-hmm. one to ten because obviously you're still getting to know one another and you're still trying to figure things out so after 10 days take the bill <laughs> take the bill I know you want to marry me it's all right <laughs> yeah I mean yeah I mean you with me you would have taken the bill first date but like um <laughs> I, I agree. I think I'm one of the same people. Like I don't kind of like to waste people's time. Like I can meet someone and we're like, yeah, he's a cool, he's a cool person. Like I'm more of a friend, but I'm the same. I don't really like a lot of people. Like I can see some dude and I can see like he's attractive. Like at the moment, I'm not really feeling a lot of people mm. um, because I don't know because like I have a criteria whereby I want certain things. I'm getting yeah. bored like kind of like the aesthetically kind of like handsome man that has yeah. a personality of a potato like yeah. you know I've spoken to quite a few of those type of men I just want something more I want effort yeah and I think obviously after a while you just like want someone to be like have that personality have a bit of effort like obviously you've got to kind of like have that attraction but like have effort have some person have something about you because if you're just pretty it's boring communication is key though communication is so I don't think people realize it like if you don't communicate with one another how are you gonna know what the hell is going on exactly exactly that happens with my ex but he was just like after a while I was just like I remember taking a shower and I was like like what what can we talk about like (laughs) I was just like also I remember I'll be like oh what's your ambition oh I don't really know you know like, he, was, he knew the body so well. Like, his body was insane, but he was so versed in the body. I was like, okay, cool. And I was just like, you could really take this personal training thing really far, you know? Like, set up a business or kind of, like, start training people at your gym. Yeah, I just I wasn't really that motivated. And I'm thinking, the person I am, like, you know me. I need someone who's very motivated, has got ambition and stuff like that. We can kind of get each other that way. 
Yeah. Because if you don't, like, I'm not saying that you have to be like a massive like entrepreneur, but if you don't have like any form of ambition, like what's the point? Like why are you here? What is your why? Like it's not, it's it's not attractive to me. So I'm a person that gets bored with people quite easily, men, because I think the first people that I've been, um, dealing with are just very underwhelming. Not to say that I'm the bee's knees, but it's just kind of like... Girl, you the bee's knees. Girl, you the bee's knees. We all the bee's knees. Um, Do you know what? It's just men in it. Long. (laughs) It is long. It's a bit long. long. It's so long. They're a different creature. Like, when they like you, they like you. But it's just finding that person that you just... Who just gets you. Yeah. You know? I feel like I'm getting there slowly, but we'll see. Yeah. Snail pace now pace it's moving hella slow but we're getting there slowly pandemic has been dead for dating it's not been the one but it is what it is it is what it is so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna ask you another question be honest yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're gonna be like what the hell have you ever peed yourself when you sneezed and coughed yeah a little bit a little bit have you yeah Literally, I asked that question on Instagram and should I tell you the figures of women, what they have said? Go on. So 67% of women said yeah, that they actually pissed themselves. And <laughs> not, not a lot, just a little, little, little drip. Small, 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 small. And 33% said no. So the 33%, you clearly are working on your Kegels. Good yeah. on ya. Good on ya. So yeah, no, literally, it it's actually mad. Like I can't believe at this big age I have to clarify. Like, do people piss themselves? I've done or it before. They... It's not it's not a regular thing, but I definitely have done it before. I haven't done it recently, but I know I've done it before. Like you've actually pissed like like small small when you a little bit, yeah. No, I I hear you. Have you ever um actually wet yourself? Of course I have. Have you? Not now. Really? When I was younger. But, like, have you ever, like, had any, like, mishaps where you pissed yourself? Have I pissed myself? I don't think so. I think I've got a pretty strong bladder. Like, never? Probably. Have you, nah. e- like, have you ever yeah, been yeah. to that point, like, where you really needed to pee? And then you just, like... I have, actually. I was about 17. I had drank loads and loads of water. And I didn't know what happened to me. I've got a pretty strong bladder. And then I wet myself. And I was, I was like, no... No. You actually wet yourself. <laughs> yeah, like at seventeen. At seventeen. Once. I drank loads. Drank loads oh, of like drink. Oh God. Do you know what? It's actually insane. So I've got a funny story, story time to tell you, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually I actually feel like I'm just at my big age, you know. So not long ago I was out and I really needed to pee. And I'm one of those, like, I, I don't know, I feel like my bladder's small or something because it just doesn't hold a lot of, well, I feel like it's small, but I don't think it is. But like, I re- like I drink a lot of water, so I need to pee. <laughs> so basically what happened was, yeah, I was actually out and then I really needed to pee. So I was on my way home and then I got home and I was about to open, like I opened the door and everything like that, about to go to the toilet, to go to the loo to pee. And I just pissed myself. Wow. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. I'm not going to judge. I actually pissed myself in my bathroom. Wow. <laughs> on the 
is just like one second away from really me. Really bad. That's I, bad. I really, I really needed to go to the toilet. There was nothing I could do. So I just pissed myself, didn't I? <laughs> wow. I really need to go when I've been driving home. I remember well, I was driving home. Do you know what's even worse is? You know when you're driving and you go on the bumps? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I was just thinking, <laughs> God, please, God, please, let me get home. And I was in traffic and I was literally doing massive kegels. I was like, please, 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 please. I need to get home, I need to get home, I need to get home. And the way I'd be driving, and I was just like, okay. And I was like cursing myself, like, why didn't I go for a wee? Why did I go for a wee before I left? Because I thought it wasn't that much, and it gets worse and worse and worse. And you know that pain that you have when you don't go to the toilet for a long time? Oh, my God. Ugh. That's pain. Like, I was just like, no, just no, 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 no. I've had really p- bad period pains, like when I've been driving. You know, when you have those really, really bad ones, and like, I thought yeah. I was going to pass out. I was literally praying to God, literally. Do you do you ever like this? Is so TMI, but I just don't care at this point now. Have you? You know, like when you're about to start your period or when you're on your period, do you get diarrhea? Of course, everyone does. I googled it the other day, actually. Um, let's see why you get diarrhea in your period. Yeah, I think everyone does. It's something to do with like the hormones. Like every, I don't know why, like when I, like it's so mad, like I find it so weird that periods cause so much havoc. <laughs> yeah, so basically some type of, it's some type of hormone, I can't say the word, the word, it causes contractions that help your uterus shed its lining, because obviously that's what happens during your period. Sometimes they cause contractions in your intestines, which cause a range of um, symptoms like diarrhea. Smart. Who would ever think that? I don't even think men know that that when you have your period, you have diarrhea, and also you get. I feel sick. Have you ever been like sick while you've been on your period? Yeah, I have. I have Pepto Bismuth already in my room. Really, like that's what I mean. Like sometimes I'm sick. I'm either sick, diarrhea. It's just mad. I, this is so TMI, but it is what it is at the end of the day. Like, you know, if you need to, if you need to shit, you need to shit. What can I say? <laughs> I think it's good for you. I really enjoy going to the toilet. <laughs> I love going to the toilet. You know, when I go to the toilet, that's when my ideas happen. I think that's for everybody. That's why people stay stay in the toilet. Sometimes I do my uh, uh, my emails in there. Like if I get like really good emails, I just my phone is with me all the time. It's like my baby. So you literally you're shitting and emailing. Yeah, basically. Good on your babes good on you but anyway i think that's it for today's episode and hopefully people find what we said insightful you know if you left with something like periods causing diarrhea that's one thing you've learned today haven't you <laughs> so, yeah you know. it's true it's true that yeah. a lot of people not a lot of people um know that that happens or they're, they're alone but you're not alone girl we all get it no, I'm glad to know that because sometimes it just bees that way. You know what I mean? Like you just don't know what's going on, and you're just like, "Am I okay? Am I normal? Have I ate something bad?" Oh, mate, it's terrible. The bloating is the worst, though. Oh my god, you can't do anything. Oh my god. I feel like yes. an elephant. I feel like an elephant. But anyway, that's <laughs> all for today, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jess, for coming on my podcast. I really appreciate it. Oh, before we go. Tell them about your business and your podcast and where they can find you. 
okay guys so i do a little bit of everything but i've got my own cosmetics brand called by Jessie. we do cruelty free um lipsticks and lip glosses for all different skin tones because i care about diversity in it yeah. um so our main range is our liquid velvet lipsticks which are long lasting full of color and um are perfect for different skin tones and our new range our lip glosses we've got five colors in the sh- in the range they're also full of color not sticky so they're not going to stick to your hair they're just banging lipsticks are 12 pounds lip glosses are 10 pounds and we are creating more products away from the lips because we wear masks now so obviously that's a hint can you put in your eyes guys just think about that um yeah so we've got that so you can find me at www.bygesty.com and by Jesty, um on instagram and twitter and by just the official on Facebook, if you still use Facebook, and then my personal Instagram, which is amazing, that's my obviously influencer one, is JD underscore LWIG. And the reason I have that name is Jess D. And then look what I got, which is my blog. So it's for my blogging and kind of life. Um, and I'm, that's the same for my Twitter and Instagram. And then I've got my own podcast, but okay, we need to get you on there too. Um, when we think yes. of a topic that's suitable um that's called the hustle hotline and i do that with my friend shah and i've been doing that for like a year now and that's so so fun we're on spotify apple Podcasts, soundcloud you name it we're there um and we're at the hustle hotline on no at hustle hotline not the at hustle hotline on twitter and also instagram um so yeah i'm about but you can find me in those places hit me up <laughs> ask me if you want more dating stories or my dating blog post which I did a few years ago which needs an update not as interesting as it used to be because I don't suffer fools but yeah it's been fun (laughs) I had a good time yeah so that's it guys Jess has sold herself go and follow her go and look at her website go and listen to her podcast and yeah thank you for coming Jess once again worries and that's all for today guys bye bye